Hi and welcome to my podcast, The Life Diary Sessions. My name is Mashlatsi Masrame and it's yet another day of an episode. And today, listen, I'm in such a good mood. I'm in such a good mood because I feel like I've returned to the real Mashlatsi. Yuzo, yuzo, the return. I am here. Listen, I'm alive. I'm as alive as I can be. I took a picture today and I posted it across my social media to say she is back because I feel like she is back. She is here. Like I could feel it this morning to say you are back. You are back. And I'm just excited. I'm just excited. Today is Saturday, the 22nd of October and I was attending an event for AWCA. It was on financial empowerment and it was such an amazing an amazing event i really 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 did enjoy and i really got like some really amazing nuggets of wisdom that i think they would really be useful for someone else and i thought it would be best for me if i if i share with you what i got out of that event i hope it's something that you would like i hope it's something that you will find useful that will just be mainly on financial empowerment aspects that you need to look back on but then the title of the episode it will be she is back because i am back to living my purpose i am back to being me that is amazing if you ask me listen awca is you know those people or those kind those kind of people or organizations that when you cross path with you feel like your life has changed for the better and for the greater of it that is AWCA for me and going to this event today it really like as much as when I left home I was in a space of she is back she is here I am here it also reminded me to say you really have a purpose that you have to live for you really have amazing passions that you need to pursue you really have great ambition that you need to pursue and you really have an exceptional vision that you see for yourself that you really need to go after and i'm ready for that i'm in that space i'm in that era of everything that is for me i am coming for it i am ready and i'm willing i'm in the best mindset i could ever be the happiest the greatest the most calm the most optimistic the most i'm here for everything bring it on let's get into let's get into the podcast um please do like please do like thereby youtube when you watch the video please do like um please do subscribe i really do appreciate your support and if you have time if you really do have time and you have instagram please do follow the page other than that life is really amazing and it will always remind you why you are here for it it will always remind you your purpose will always knock at you my purpose is to share in information my purpose is to empower and i'm really being intentional in terms of living my purpose pursuing my passions and just being alive present as i can ever be i hope you are having fun with life too and i hope it's making you happy all right let's get into it uh, i almost forgot just a disclaimer none of the information that i'm sharing on this episode constitute any financial advice i'm just sharing insights from an event that i attended that i thought it would be useful information for someone and then you can dissect the information to assess the relevance in your case it's not any information that you should base decisions on and yeah hope you enjoy the insights. okay so as a way of uh sharing 
as a way of sharing information like i said that's what i wanted to do with the podcast i will share the bullet points of what i had written down during the seminar it's that um in terms of building your wealth you really need to introspect between having a financial advisor that will help you in terms of advisory in terms of how you manage your finances and also when you need to build your wealth then you look into advisory in terms of building your wealth right the other thing is that we always create like vision boards for let's say our career for our personal life for our love life and all of those things and we create vision boards in terms of the kind of car that i want to drive the kind of house that i want to live in the number of kids that i want to have the kind of job that i want to have um the kind of lifestyle that i want to have and they encouraged uh creating a vision board for your money to say okay in the next 12 months how am i going the money aspect what is it that is required of me as a person in order for me to upscale my money element to say okay if i have this what kind of skill do i have that i can use to earn me money if ever you need to kind of like have a another passive income or what is it in terms of the role that i'm already doing at work that how do i need to go myself or how do i need to advance myself or how do i need to upskill myself so that i can go up a rank in terms of my job position or go up a rank in terms of the bracket earning bracket that you have so you really need to kind of like do a homework to say if i upskill here if i change this here what is it that i will kind of like get you really need to be intentional in terms of how you really willing to change your money situation and also we need to kind of like go back in terms of what kind of money experiences do we have right uh what is your relationship with money for instance some of us you grew up being told that money doesn't go on trees for instance have grown up being told that nothing comes easy there's no such thing as a free thing you really need to work hard for your money and that when you're trying to kind of like build your wealth or when you're kind of like trying to go yourself in terms of like your financial aspects that might kind of like be straining because if your mindset is on you need to work hard for your money you'll end up having four streams of income that really exhausts you because each one of them you you will have to work extra hard in order for you to get that money so let's say you have already like have a 9 to 5 that already on its own that's like working hard so you might want your other extra income or other streams of income not to be so hard work strained that you don't pressurize yourself you don't want to be exhausted by the thing that you do to earn money you don't want an extra income to already affect this main stream of income that you have and also to say you need to look back in terms of saying what does money really mean to me right the second one it was on in terms of the debt relationship to say what is your relationship with money to say that you should always have a plan on how to tackle them so if you have like more debts you can look at it in two ways to say how do i reduce the number of debt that i have and what kind of debt do i have is it a, is it a debt that really benefits me is it a debt that i can afford is it a debt that is pressurizing me is it a debt that i was influenced into getting and how do i repay it? okay for me the other way that i kind of like dealt with my debts before is that i ranked them to say okay what kind of debts do i have from smallest to largest and then i said okay i'll start with the smallest one finish the smallest one whatever that i was paying towards the smallest one take it to the next one the next one until i'm left with the main one and i can put more into that main one so that i can settle it quicker also the other thing that i noticed is that when you pay the minimum on um when you pay the minimum on the amount that you owe basically you could just be paying like 
interest so that's just something to look into or they say that in when you indulge in debt you really have to be conscious about the kind of debt that you really put yourself through that you understand the kind of debt that you are getting yourself into and you are ready to commit to such and you can really honor the debt and if you are struggling with your debt then you should really just be open to kind of like seeking advice they mentioned something to say that your creditors at most times like they can really be like understanding the other thing that they mentioned was that for instance with alan gray you are able to post your debit order until a point where you feel like you can resume with it i don't know if it will just be for three months or what i don't know about the limited time but if you have those kind of options like when you have debt and you're struggling just call your creditors to see if ever they can have some sort of an arrangement with you okay then they spoke about savings to say uh, in terms of the savings that you have it should really be like within your means it should really be something that you can do and you need to have a purpose of why you're saving what are you saving for that will help you to stay on the cause for me for instance if i'm saving up for something let's say it's something that i'll only do in 12 months time i prefer to put those savings in a fixed account that's just me so that i can access them because most times I realize that because of my lack of discipline, when I have the funds accessible to me, everything feels like an emergency for me to utilize the funds. So if I have them in a fixed deposit, then I know that I can't just play with them. Okay, the other thing that they spoke about it was in terms of investing to look into kind of like different portfolios that you can invest in and also to kind of like seek advice or guidance from an independent financial advisor and when you invest in things like property you really should tap into say um how much of it do i afford when you purchase property you really should assess in terms of like the rates if if they go up would i still be able to afford if the interest goes up would i still be able to afford this investment property if i don't have tenants will i be able to sustain it or the also spoke in terms of the why i remember someone said why don't you buy property that was a big question that i always got i was like i'm not ready to own property i don't think i have i don't think i'm in a position to buy property based on the other commitments that i have because a person is asking you from a point of the era that you are in but then not from a point of what kind of commitment you have so on my end if there's one thing about me, I always go back to reflect on myself to say, what is it that I can do? What is it that I can't do? What's the reason why I can't do it now? When will I be able to do it? And then I time myself like that. And then they spoke about budgeting to say, you really need to look in terms of the kind of expenditures that you have. Is it a productive expense? You need to kind of like reward yourself so that you can continue to enjoy what you're doing and look forward to getting that money. And when you budget, it really should be in writing. It should not be something that you have it off the top of your head. But like, yeah, 100 there, 20 there. No, put it in writing so that you can go back and also have a matrix. That was something that I really learned. I work on matrix, but... I didn't know. I I just never had a thought of as something that I would do in terms of my budgeting to say in terms of my savings, what percentages goes to what in terms of my debt, what percentages goes to what in terms of my expenses, what percentage goes to what. Okay, then the other point that they spoke about it was for side hustle. One of the speakers was um more like me. She's she's big on words. She didn't like uh, hustle. So she said that she would rather call it a side business in term, rather than a side hustle. And on this point, what they spoke about is that it, whatever side hustle that you have or whatever side business that you have, it should really speak to you personally. And it's something that when you want to 
kind of like start considering like side hustle side businesses look first internally in yourself to say okay what kind of skill do i have that i can utilize what kind of like passion do i have that i can kind of like utilize so it's just a matter of reflecting and going tapping into more of yourself when you looking in terms of the side hustles or businesses that you can do and also just to be mindful of your side hustles or side businesses not being all based on hard work right so that you don't feel so drained and then in terms of financial advisors i think i've already touched based on this one to say that you should consider having an independent financial advisor and if you really have a good financial advisor that person will be able to review your finances at least like once a year to see how you're doing and also on your end just do a lot of research and inquire and then in terms of future plans listen here on this point they got me they got me okay they got me because some of the future plans i've been saying that i'll do them but dololo i haven't done them okay they spoke about retirement annuity funding that's something that you really should consider and they spoke about uh most people at work they have like pension funds provident funds but then you really want to have retirement funding, something that you kind of like create on the basis of the kind of retirement that you want to have, right? There are some people when they retire, they're really not going to work a day in their life. And then there are other people when they retire, they'll still be doing other things. So you can just kind of like plan it properly and just kind of like put your needs in there. And then the other thing, it's something that I need to be doing. It's on the education trust for the kids. Um... The other thing is the tax-free investment with that limit. Oh, the, on the tax-free investment, uh, the other thing that they brought to light is to say that, remember there's a limit, I think it's 36000 per year that you can contribute towards a tax-free investment. One thing to take note of is the fact that even if you have like multiple tax-free investment, when aggregated in a year, they should not exceed 36000 thousand or else the excess of which will be taxed on it so just that is just something that i didn't know maybe i think someone also wouldn't have known about it funeral cover especially when it comes to like extended families that you know really if anything is to happen you will have to contribute so you might as well have a funeral plan on the on them so that you can be covered the other thing it's on life cover so that when you pass on your loved ones can at least be sorted and the other one it's on emergency fund to say if there's anything covid really showed us that hey life can be unpredictable so if you can you should have like an emergency fund so for instance what you can have in that emergency fund let's say it should be for instance it should be uh if you have like let's say a car insurance the excess fee for your insurance if you if you stay far from where you are based if a home is far let's say maybe you need like flight tickets if in case of emergency if you have to go home you should kind of like have those kind of costs in there and then if you can if you really can put as much as you can in your in your emergency fund at least have like three months of your salary or three months of an amount that you need to survive a month so that is just those are the kind of things that you need to consider in your emergency fund and also this one i also need to do is to get a disability cover because anything can happen could get in an accident and then next thing you're disabled so the disability cover then the other one that they spoke about it was on the it was on the black tax right and on the black tax what they mentioned is that you really need to prioritize right prioritize what is it that you are putting yourself out there to contribute towards when it comes to black tax 
uh, the, <laughs> the lady that said she's big on words, she said that she doesn't like the word black text because text is something that people really don't want to do. You really don't like the text amount that goes off your pay slip. So she said that she preferred it to be called black responsibility a responsibility instead of a tax part of the key points that were mentioned is to say that you really need to prioritize right prioritize what is it that contribute towards and also when it comes to contribution towards family you really need to budget for it and if if there's one thing about me i don't like like random expenses it really needs to be clear to say like tell me in advance okay next month this is what's going to be needed and the other thing that they spoke about is to say that as uncomfortable as it might be or as uneasy as it might be it's really important to express your limits to family to tell them to say that i can do only do to this extent and also to set boundaries and so that is just that and um Oh, the other thing that they said is when you are when you find yourself in a space where you are being exposed to things that you are not in a position to do or acquire, uh, redirect your exposure, right? <laughs> That's the same thing that I'm doing on my end. There are things that I really, 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 really would love to be doing, but then I know that I'm not in a position to do them, not now, probably like in two years' time. One of them, it's like, one of them on the big of my list, it's like traveling. I know that I'm not in a position to be traveling right now. It's something that I can do in two years time. So I really, I've redirected my exposure. I don't, I don't consume like lifestyle and travel content. I don't consume that because I, I don't want that pressure. So I'm more into like home kind of like content that's where you will find me because that's the space that i'm in now lastly the important thing that they just kept going on is just that you need to really have funds for unforeseen events but when you do that just don't pressurize yourself a little bit that you do can really go a long way and yeah that is that i hope i gave you guys like good feedback from the event because i really enjoyed the event like awc really like it's at the closest part of my heart i really love its uh, engagements its initiatives their papers on empowerment and they are very deliberate about it and they're doing exceptionally well and they really do change lives they've changed mine for the greater part and i'll forever be grateful for it and it will just be a cause that is really like close to my heart and i hope you enjoyed the episode if you did you can like if you think there's someone that you would like to share the episode with you can do that and i will see you on the next episode it's raining that's my favorite weather and i hope you have a great day